Everyone looks so nice. It can loosen up a little bit, all right? Okay. okay. We'll uh, go ahead and jump right into it. Um, have you ever heard of the popular saying? I'm sure most all of us have heard this before. Have you heard someone say, say what you eat? You, know, you, you might have heard uh, maybe like a nutritionist say that. Or maybe your doctor said that to you. Or maybe heard it on a commercial or saw it written somewhere. You are what you eat. And usually someone says that it's, it's to promote uh, healthy eating habits or healthy eating lifestyle, so on and so forth. Um, um, you, know, you, you can eat candy bars and drink soda pop and all kinds of junk food all the time. If, if you eat that, you can't expect to be physically fit. Amen? Because you are what you eat. If you consume junk foods all the time, your performance will reflect that. Amen? Sooner or later, you have decreased energy levels. Your sleep patterns can be weird. Your, it can affect your attention span. You know, put bad things in us and affect our thought clarity, job performance, and so on and so forth. All these things can be neg negatively impacted if you put junk into you all the time. Now, on the opposite of that, conversely, if you eat healthy foods, your body will have the nutrient it needs for if you're playing a sporting event or a volleyball match or whatever you need. If it has the proper nutrients, the carbohydrates that it needs, then your body will be able to perform satisfactorily. Right? This very basic premise. It will have the nutrients that it needs to perform optimally. Your eye will have the nutrients they need to see. Your skin will have the better elasticity, the better complexion. All that stuff, if you have proper hydration, you'll have higher energy levels. You'll be able to work with greater efficiencies. The list goes on and on. Good in, good out. Junk in, junk out. All right? If you consume vegetables and proteins, and you get the proper hydration you need, and you give your body the proper sleep and rest that it needs, then your body will respond accordingly. Okay, we've heard this. Our doctor said this to us. It's on all the, the, the things you see about healthy living. We all see this. It's pretty common sense stuff. If you're... Smoking and drinking and staying up all hours of the night, partying and live life the hard lifestyle. Is it any wonder that you'll be low on energy? You'll, you'll terrible all the time. You'll have that noon crash where you're about half dead. You can't make it through the rest of the day. It's because you're putting bad things into your body. It's not going to perform the way that it needs to perform. In many cases, if we live in that style, you can end up sooner with some sort of condition or disease of some type. Even Why? Because you are what you eat. You constantly put junk in. Sooner or later, junk's going to come out. That's common sense. That's how, that's how it works. There is some truth to this old saying, you are what you eat. If you put good into you, good comes out. 
If you put bad in, bad comes out. Now, you can relax. I'm not going to get on your case this morning about what you've been eating or so on and so forth. I feel a little bit like a hip hip this morning talk about your what you eat because last night went out with some other couples and I had this big old ice cream cone thing. It was this big waffle cones that's dipped in chocolate with sprinkles on it. Oh man, it was good. But if I fall off a seat dozing here in about 10 minutes or so, there's truth to the stuff. You are what you eat. I'm not here to talk about all food and that, but we do know biblically we should, we should practice some moderation and self-restraint when it comes to all those indulgences, okay? You can have the big ice cream cone every now and again, okay? But you can't eat that all the time. But I do want to tell you this. This is the reason why I open with the little you're what you eat bit. That premise, you what you eat, actually a bit biblical premise. It actually comes from the Bible. Now, the Bible doesn't, there's no scripture that says, saith the Lord, you are what you eat. I'm not saying that. But what, what I am saying is the premise d- does come from the Bible. Okay? Now, forget about the, the physical stuff that I just said. The icons, the, the food, the good foods, and the, the good in, good out. Forget about the physical side. Let's move over to the spiritual side. Okay? When we come to church, we're here to, to learn spiritual things. Right? So, I've actually said this to people even recently. I, I kind of call it the good in, good out, bad in, bad out premise. And, and it comes from the Bible. Okay? The Word of God tells us that if we put good things into us, we put, when I say good things, I mean godly things. If you put godly things into you, and when I mean good and godly things, what I'm saying is I mean the things that are of God. Okay? The things of God. Listen, James, you don't have to turn here, but James tells us that all every good and perfect thing come from above, the Father of lights, in whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. If it is good, inherently good, then it is of God. So if you put good and godly things in you, then sooner or later good and godly things are going to start coming out of you. If you put godliness in, at some point, godliness is going to manifest itself from you, from your being. So if you put good things in, and good things come out. If you put godliness in, godliness comes out. If you put holiness in, holiness comes out. If you put self-discipline in, discipline comes out. All these good things, put discernment, biblical discernment in, and then discernment comes out of you. Good in, good out. Godliness in, godliness out. This is a biblical premise. If you put all these good things in, then good comes out. However, if you put bad things in, and when I mean bad, I mean ungodly things. Things God says, they are not good. They are not good for you. You shouldn't do them. You shouldn't practice them. If you put those things into you, sooner or later, they're going to start coming out of Jesus says the things that come out of us, that's what defiles a man. The, the things that come out of him. So sooner or later, if you put bad in, you're going to be defiled. Listen, if you put bad things, things, ugly things in, 
when I say ungodly things, I mean wicked and sinful things, not, not of God. You put them into you, they're going to come out of you. 1 Samuel 24, 13, David actually tells us of an old saying. Listen to what he says, witness proceeds from the wicked. But what that means is bad produces more bad. Wickedness produces more wickedness. If you, you put wickedness in, you get wickedness out, is what he's saying. Bad in produces bad of you. Consuming bad things into you, into your soul, into your spirit, will sooner or later begin to manifest bad things coming out of you. If you put bad in, you get bad out. If you put ungodly things in, you get ungodly things out. This is a big premise. Godliness in, godliness out. Ungodliness in, ungodliness out. Wickedness in, wickedness out. If you put slothfulness and you're spiritually lazy, then slothfulness is going to come out. It's going to manifest itself in you. All these negative things. If you put arrogance inside of you, arrogance is going to come out. If you put pridefulness or lustfulness in, it's going to come out. It's going to, come, it's going to manifest itself in some sort of way. This is a very basic biblical principle. Maybe someone's thinking, you don't have anything deeper than that for us today? I ain't been doing this this long, but I've been doing it long enough to know that we do not have basics down quite yet, do we? We do not have the basics down yet. The, the fundamentals of Christianity, we botch them up. I, I, I believe, I told Pastor Joe last week or so, all, all we are as pastors, we do the legwork for the Lord. He's the ultimate brains behind everything. It's his church. It's his organization. He, he constructed it. He, he, he tutored it. I just do a little bit of legwork. He, he puts little thoughts into me, and I say, okay, Lord, I'll do what you want. He brains behind the organization. So th this comes from God this morning. This is the thought that he put into me. You are what you eat. Good in, good out. Bad in, bad out. He wants us to learn this principle today. Today, so let's let's get to the scripture that backs up everything that I'm saying. We have many of them, even examples of good in, good out come from the Bible. Philippians chapter four, verse eight. I encourage everyone to send some send some time to the book of Philippians. It's a good one. Lots of good in that epistle written by the apostle Paul. Philippians 4, 8 says, now remember, as we read this, a couple of things. Remember that the Bible is the inspired word of God, okay? Remember that. Not the wise sayings written by somebody a long time ago, and oh, and over time, I mean value. No, these are the holy scriptures. They create and make our doctrine. It's how we live. It's how we practice Christianity, okay? So this, this is inspired by the Holy Spirit to come to us Remember that, and then also remember in the context of good in, good out. So Philippians 4 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Do you see the good in and out here? Do you see the things that the Bible is saying? 
Put these things into you. Take these things inside of you. Put them in and think on them. Put your mind on things. The Bible is saying put them inside of you. Meditate upon them. Think deeply of them. Consume them. Take them inside of your spirit. The good things, learn about them. The, the things that are tr tr truthful, honest, just, and pure. Take those things inside of you. Put those good things. Those things are good because they are of God. And he wants us to put those things. Be consumed by them. Ingest truthful things. Partake of virtuous things. Think on honest things and absorb beautiful full things. Take them into you. The, these are the good things. These are the vitamins and the minerals to our spirit. This is the, the, the protein and the hydration to our spirit. These build us up. These are good things from God. Listen, because if you take these things in, listen to what ha happens to you. you know, these are good things. Now we're talking about good in, good out this morning. Let's see what, what happens if you take in these, these good things the Bible just mentioned. Honesty, virtuous things, good report, all those things you, you take. Let's see what happens. Reading in verse 9. Those things, the things which we just mentioned, which ye have, have both learned and received and heard and in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Do you see the things the Bible is saying? Put these things inside your heart. Put these things inside of your mind. Put them in there. Then begin to do them. And what is the end result of putting these, these good things in? And the God of peace shall be with you. That's the end result of putting good things in is a good thing comes out. You put in virtuous things, a peace of God comes out. You put on things that are of a good report, and the peace of God comes out. Brothers and sisters, when we put, put these things in us, and then they begin to come out of us, the, the end result is the peace of God overtakes us. That, that's the result of putting those, those good things in us. Good things come out. Listen, when we put truth into, into, into us, and truth begins to come out of us, the result is the peace of God. Do you see the formula there? The good in, good, good out. When you put just things into you and justice begins to come out of you, the end result is the peace of God overtakes you. It overtakes your psyche, your being, who you are. When, when honesty inside of you and honesty starts coming out of you, it yields the peace of God. Do, do you see the formula? Take honesty in and honesty comes out and you got the peace of God. Very simple premise, you are what you eat. When we put virtuous things, when we put lovely things, when we put praiseworthy things in us, they will begin to come out of us and you'll end up with a handful of the peace of God. That's what you're up with. Let's, let's even take it a step further. Let's push this a little bit and ask ourselves this morning, okay? Then, then if you put these good things in and good things out, you end up with the peace of God. What does, what does the peace of God produce in an individual? What does that do for us? What does the peace of God produce in a person? Well, Philippians, look up a couple verses. Verse 7 says, In the peace of God, 
which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through through Jesus. When you put good things into it, good things out, and you end up with the peace of God, the the whiskers okay, what the peace of God does. The peace of God will protect your heart, and the peace of God will protect your mind. I asked this morning, is, is that something that's valuable in anxiety that we live in? Peace of mind? Peace inside your heart? Being at, at peace with your maker? Being at peace with God? Being at peace with who, who you are, where you came from, and where you're going? It's extremely valuable. Look around you, church. It's a, it's a society, it's a nation that has no peace. Looking for peace everywhere except for where it can be found. That is what the, the God yields. This is what happens to the individual that takes all these good things into themselves. That puts these good things, absorbs the good things of the word of God. You absorb them from the word of God. You absorb them from preaching. You absorb worship. You absorb them meditating on his word from Bible studies. All these good things come in and then good comes out. And you end up with a protected mind and a protected heart. And you'll be, be in peace, perfect peace. I'm so thankful for peace. Peace in my home. I don't have to run around scared to death when what in the world's going to happen. I have peace. Thank you, God, for, for peace. In other words, you will have a sound mind and a protected heart in the middle of a world that has gone nuts. Hasn't the world gone nuts? I was discussing with some friends, you know, there, there's schools that are letting boys in the girls' restrooms, and oh, a few girls have been raped now. The world's gone nuts. It's gone nuts. You know, if you keep these good things in you, your heart, your heart and your mind will not be vulnerable to the, to the attacks of the enemy. Impervious, he'll, he'll try. He will try. He'll throw fiery darts at you all the time. But when you're, you're constantly attached to the vine and those good nutrients are flowing into you, the, th- the things of Christ, the things of God, biblical things, they will not work. Because, because of the biblical premise, put these good things in you. Think on these things. If it's just, if it's virtuous, if it's pure, praiseworthy, if it's of a good report, put that into you. And then they'll come out of you, and the end result, your mind and your heart will be protected. The enemy won't be able to get to you. Now, it's important to protect your heart. I taught my boys this a while ago in a little Bible study that we did. Because, listen to this, Proverbs 23, you don't have to turn in there. It says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. If I'm here to tell you, if the devil gets in your heart, and if the devil gets your mind, he's got you. He's got you. He's got you where he wants you. And if you know anything about the enemy, when he gets in your heart, if it's just a tiny little foothold, even if it's just a tiny little thought that he can put in your mind and get it to go to Germany, just the tiniest thing, he will take that as far as he can. And his plan is to destroy you. He doesn't just come and mess you up a little, little bit. He's going to get as much as he can. The 
You better protect, you better have something protecting your heart. That's what we're learning this morning. How do we protect our heart? Well, the God protects our heart and it protects our mind. Well, how do we get the peace of God? Put the good things in you. Think on these things, Philippians tells us. And the God of peace shall be with you. You do what you eat, church. Good in, out. Junk in, junk out. It's a biblical premise. Your mind, your mind's the battleground to all of life, isn't it? It's where wars take, take place. The, the thought wars. If the devil can get in your, in your heart, he's got you. You better have something protecting your heart and your mind. Well, the peace of God can do that. By the way, the Bible says that the peace of God is beyond all understanding. It, it, it's nearly explicable what it's saying. Well, what's inexplicable? That you can be in perfect peace and live in a crazy society. The Bible says, oh, by the way, by the way if you have this peace, it's nearly, it, it, it's nearly inexplicable. We, we can't explain it. We don't really know everything. We don't, how you can have peace in the middle of society that it's, this living on thin ice that the bottom could fall out at any moment, you, you, you still have peace. And I don't need to explain it any better than that. That's the peace of God. So where do I get this peace? It's the final result of putting good things into us. Prayer, Bible study, being around godly brothers and sisters. Gathering together like we are this morning. Gathering, not neglecting it. You know, I, I look, look in, in Corinthians chapter 11, 12, or 13 somewhere and look for the phrase, as ye gather. It's, it's in there like five times in that one chapter. The, the Apostle Paul is saying, as ye gather, do this. Do this. As ye gather, do that. And as ye gather, there, there's so much importance to what we're doing this, this morning. Because, because we're gathering this morning. Don't neglect it. Just coming here and, and hearing words. If you, you have a faithful minister, a faithful pastor at a solid church, it's putting good, good things in, in this morning. And remember, what does good things produce? The peace of God. What's the peace of God do? Protects my, my mind and protects, protects my heart. That's what we're, what we're doing this morning. Enter into the worship. It's good. They're good things, godly things. Study your Bible, read your Bible. Glean some good things out of it. Put good in. Flip over to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1. Again, 2 Peter is a fantastic book. They're all good. good. They all are good. good. I know I'm kind of a Bible nerd, but so be it. Second Peter chapter 1, 1, verse 5. Now here we go again. Remember, remember the context of this is the inspired word of God and good in, good out. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5 says, And besides this, giving all diligence, add your faith, faith, virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to, to t- t- patience, and to patience, godliness, 
and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, charity. Listen, do you see the pattern? For if these things be in you and abound, make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do you see the pattern again there? Peter's saying, okay, you're saved now. You, you have faith now. There, there are some things you need to begin to add to your faith. In other words, Peter's saying, okay, you're saved. Now start putting these th inside of you. Start accumulating these things inside of you. Well, how do I accumulate them? Get around a trusted brother or sister in Christ. Get around someone who's older than you that can be a spiritual mentor towards you. Watch the things from them. Listen to good, solid preaching. Put on some, I, I hope some of you is also will put on some podcasts. Maybe if you're at work, work and you're going to listen to a godly podcast, put that stuff into you. Because this that builds you up. Things that are truthfully come from this book, they build you up. The, the virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. All those are good things. Brotherly kindness, charity, which is, is universal love. Put those things in you. It's, it's, it's just put verse things into you. Once you're saved, okay, now you're saved, start, start adding these things to your faith. All those virtues. Add knowledge, add temperance, add patience, add godliness. You see the pattern. You see the premises behind it all. The Bible, the Bible doesn't have to say it specifically, you are what you eat. It's telling us, put these things in. Continually put these things in, and lo and behold, good things will come out of you. Peter's saying that the end result, putting these virtues in that he mentions, some of them the exact things that the Apostle Paul mentions, if you put them in you and let them out, they will cause you to neither be barren nor unfruitful in Christ. Meaning, you will yield, you will produce good things. You'll produce godly things. You'll be good. You'll be good in this society. You'll minister Christ to other people. You'll be sowing seeds of hope. You'll produce fruit. In other words, does anyone remember what Jesus says about bearing fruit? It's kind of important. He says in John 15, verse 8, he said, Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Well, well how, do, how do I bear fruit? Peter just told us, put those good things in you. Let them abound, and they'll cause you to, you will not be barren, and you will not be unfruitful. Put the good, Peter says, saying, and good will come out. Very basic biblical premise of good in, good out, junk in, junk out. Ungodliness is in, ungodliness is going to come out. Peter goes on today in Peter 1.10. says, Wherefore, the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling in elections sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. Do you see the products of putting the good in, the versus things? Peter's saying, man, put these things in, give some diligence, make a little bit of effort at it, 
The Bible doesn't jump up in your lap and open and start reading itself. You have to go and say, all right, all right, I'm going to set some things aside. I'm going to spend some time in my word, and I'm going to learn something today. When I pray, or when I read, not every time, sometimes I forget, but sometimes I say, teach me something. Show me something I've never seen before. Lord, give me some insight. Lord, let me, let me unearth something in your word. Lo and behold, he will. Lo and behold, he will. Why? Because it's a biblical premise. Put the good in, and good sooner or later will come out. Now, it all doesn't just happen in one day. You've got to try at it. If you've got some bad habits you've been living for 20 years, and you think, well, I tried for 10 minutes, I read my Bible, nothing changed. Well, why don't you, with diligence, try it? Peter's saying that through the Holy Spirit, if you put, put the godly things in and around, you're, you're just fine. You'll be just fine. You'll produce fruit. All will be well in your walk, in your journey. Why? Good in, good out. Bad in, bad out. Negativity in, in negativity out. How many of us know a negative person? I know a negative person. A lot of times when I'm walking up to him, she's... Right? Why? Because you get around that negativity. How many of you worked near a negative person? Ugh, it's a drag. You, you work, one, one time I did work near a negative person, and I couldn't get away because the way our job was set up. I used to pray, oh, Lord, help me, please help me. Lord, protect my mind, protect my heart. You better be putting some good, good things in you when you work. You're a negative person because negativity gets more negativity. Remember, remember the scripture Samuel we read? Wickedness begets wickedness. Wickedness comes from the wicked. You put negativity in, negativity is going to come out. If you choose and hang around bad friends and you let those negative influences come in, sooner or later, you run with the skunks, you're going to go on a skunk. These are, these are all, you, you hear all these sayings, most of them are stolen from the Bible. They, they really are. There's a lot of atheists, this always bothers me, atheists think that you can run this society on all these premises. They're all stolen from the Bible, they don't even know it. It always gets on my nerves when they do goofy things like, like that. The, the Bible is the framework for society. It, it is a society that, that flourishes. Actually, just look at what's going on in our nation. We're taking a Bible, we're removing it, and we're sending little boys into the little girls' bathroom, and they're getting raped. We're going, hey, what's wrong? We can figure it out. It's just a basic Christian principle. And somehow, even us Christians, even us hope folks, we can't figure this out. Good in, good out, bad in, bad out. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 9 says, Listen, to, if you don't do this, but he that lacks these, these things, things. Well, the, all the virtuous things that we're, we're talking about this morning. But he that lacks these things is blind and can, cannot see afar off and has forgot that he was purged from his old sins. If you put the bad things and you neglect the good thing, you're walking around like a blind person. What's going to happen to you then? You're going to fall into a ditch. You're going to stumble. You're going to injure yourself. You're going to harm your family. You're on your marriage. Let me ask you this this morning. What, what, what do you think happens to a person? Or what's going to happen to you if all you do 
is put the news into you. You laugh a little bit because you know what I'm talking about. Could, couldn't we agree that say nearly all news is negative, is it? It's almost all negative news. It's very rarely, if ever, virtuous. It is very rarely, if ever, a good report. This is the thing we should be putting in, is the things, if of a good report, think on these things. If they be in you, if they, if they owned. News is always negative. It's always casting someone in a negative light. This president or this individual did something. It's always negative. It's always reporting divisive topics. It causes division. Always reporting death, destruction, rioting. Always criticizing. Always, it's, it's negative. It's always giving us alarming stats. What, what do you think happens to a person, person that consumes that all the time? Consumes it, consumes it, consumes it. Well, if we apply a very simple biblical premises to it, the good in, the good out, the bad in, bad out, if you ingest these news all the time, what should, should we expect? It's sooner or later, neg negativity will start coming out of that individual. Oh, it's, it's all done. Oh, if you're a Christian, life is over. It, it's done for with us. It ain't even worth trying. Might as well quit the job. My mom's going to go to the back of a cave and just see what officer for as long as we can because everything's ruined. It's all. That's what, that's what happens. The negativity comes in and comes in. At some point, it starts coming out. Jesus says, that which comes out of a man defiles him. When that stuff starts out of you, you're defiled. Now, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be informed. We, we need to be informed. It's our civic duty to, to be informed. Can't go out and bury heads in the sand and be escapists or something like that. We need to know the issues facing our nation. We do. But I'd be very careful of taking it in all the time. Little bits and pieces is all I'll do. Because it does not produce good in It does not produce good. The very simple biblical premises. You can't put bad things in. And expect good to come out. You ask Pastor Joe how many times he's talked with people that have thought that. Put all the bad things in, bad things, bad, bad things in. It blew up, Pastor. I don't know what happened. Brothers and sisters, it's so simple. It's so simple. If you put godly things in, ungodly things won't come out. The Bible gives us good example, even, of what happens when you don't put good things in. I like it because it's very clear cut. Yeah, almost laughable. In 2 Chronicles, in the Old Testament, 2 Chronicles 15, verse 3, says this. Now, now remember, the Word of God is inspired, and we're reading it in the context of good in, good out, bad in, bad out. 2 Chronicles 15, verse 3 says, Now for the season, Israel, talking about the people of God, hath been without the true, true God. That's good. And without a teaching priest and an outlaw, I am not seeing good things for the fruit of these people. They had forsaken God. They were without true God. They had good preachers. And it says they were without the law. So they had no Torah. They had no Bible, in other words. 
They're here, the, the people of God, or at least supposed to be the people of God, the nation of Israel, they had forsaken God, they had, had no preachers, and they had no Bible. So none of those good things are going into them. Let's take our prayer morning, apply it to these people of Israel. What do we think is going to happen to them? Well, let's, let's read. 2 Chronicles 15, verse, verse down, says, And in those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexations were on all the inhabitants of the countries, and nations was destroyed of nation and city of city, for God did vex them with all adversity. Isn't it almost laughable that this is how us human beings are? We will neglect all of the good things. We will not put them in us. And then we'll say, oh, it doesn't work. What's going wrong? I can't figure it out. Here, here we have the Bible giving us an example of a people that was supposed to be the people of God. God's chosen people, his select people. They, had, they neglected God. There was no good, good preachers. And there was, there was no Bible. And, oh, there was also no peace coming out of them. There was wars. There was fights. In vexation, city was destroying city, nation was destroying nation. Should we be surprised? This is the example of the junk in, junk out. Bad in, bad out. Ungodliness in, ungodliness out. Should we be surprised that there was no peace with the people of God at this, this time? That there was fighting, fighting, wars? No. No, it's very, very simple. The peace is a result of good, good things. Peace is a result of virtuous things. These people didn't have the Bible. They didn't have any preachers. They didn't even have one true God, it says. Peace is a result of truth. They hate truth. The great vexation upon everyone. They were troubled. They were afflicted. This is an example of the junk in, then junk comes out. Bad in, bad out. They said no to the things of God. They said, nah. They, they pretty much said Kind of like, like what our nation is doing today. today. Nah, and push the Bible off. We'll do it a different way. Just don't feel like putting those things in. We're going to put something else in. I said this a while ago. I remember a little quote from C.S. Lewis. It was practically like a Christian genius, if you don't know who C.S. Lewis is. He, he, he said that God is the fuel we designed to run on. Now, you can try and look to find some other sub, substitutes for that and put other stuff in, but it doesn't run right. It, it, folks, it breaks down. The something locks up. God is the fool that humanity has made to run on. You've got to put that in, and then the car runs right. But these people said no. To God, to his law, to biblical principles. All those things are nutrients. They're the vitamins. They're the mineral minerals. They're the things that are good for you. Good for your soul. Listen, Galatians warns us that if you, sh if you sow to the flesh, you, you will the flesh reap corruption. Meaning, if you put all these fleshly things with the bad things, you look in the Bible and talk, wherever it talks about the flesh, it's always bad. Because our flesh is bad. Our flesh is at enmity with God. It doesn't like to serve God. It wants to do what it wants to do. It has its modus operandi. And it is not godliness. But if you sow to that, you say, yeah, I'm going to just keep feeding my flesh. Galatians warns, warns us, okay, 
well, then corruption will come out of you. Destruction will come out of you. Because it's the same premise we've talked about all morning. Good in, good out. Bad in, bad out. Put evil in, you get evil out. If slothful in your Bible study, you'll get slothfulness out. To Hosea, another quick little example. Prophet Hosea chapter 10 verse 13 says, You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, ye have eaten the fruit of lust, because thou didst trust in thy way and in the multitude of mighty men. So Hosea is talking about people that they sowed, they planted wickedness. They were arrogant because they thought they had a mighty men and a big army who can defeat us. They ate the fruit of lies, put bad things in. Bad, what should we expect to come out of them? Well, I expect bad things to come out of them. Hosea 10, 14 says, Therefore shall thou let arise among thy people, and all thy fortresses shall be spoiled as Solomon spoiled Beth Arbel in the day of battle. The mother was ashed in pieces upon her children. So shall Bethel do to you because of your great wickedness. In a morning shall the king of Israel be cut off. Hosea the prophet said, okay, you, you ate a lot. You took, took in arrogance. You sowed wickedness. You planted it everywhere where around you in your heart and in your mind. Okay, now we're going to end up with a tumult. Well, what is a tumult? A tumult is pretty much just a riot. It's chaos. It's fighting. Disagreeing. If you put these evil things in, well, in this case, a tumult came out of them. People fighting and bickering and one can get along. Well, we figure out why. How come? I mean, it's because you neglected all the godly things. You ate the fruit of lies, as Isaiah said. You ate that, you're not going to get good things that come out of you. Bad in, bad out. You consume arrogance, chaos comes out. That's what happened to these people. I, I've taught into the little bit of the counseling done. I, I have talked with people that were depressed and, and fearful and, 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 and even suicidal. It leads toward those thoughts. All that stuff does. That's, that's the end result of those things. But all those things are symptoms. They are symptoms. The, those are the symptoms or the reaction what an individual puts in themselves. If you don't put the godliness in, then you can expect you're going to be depressed, you're going to be anxious, worried, fearful. Those are the things that manifest themselves in us. Listen, if you're, if you're suffering from something negative this morning, I ask you, what are you putting into yourself? If some, something made you're wrong, you're like, I don't know where this went wrong. I don't know what happened. But I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. This, this thing in me, I don't know where it came from. It's huge. It's overtaking me. What are you eating this morning? What are you taking in? What are you consuming? If I can invite the band to make their way back. Listen, I've never met anyone. And I know I can speak for Pastor Joe as well. I haven't talked to them. I've never met anyone who's praying and fasting and devoted to Bible study that's just as depressed as ever. Doesn't, I've never met anyone like that. If you meet someone that's praying and fasting, 
and reading their Bible study, those are the people I'm always attracted to. Because they have some sort of inner fire inside of them. There's some sort of zeal for God inside of them. There's some, something like exciting that, that draws me to those type of people. I like to hang around them, shoot them a text. Hey, man, what are you doing? What did you learn about? And, and you can be sure you're going to get something godly back. I've never had a friend that was consuming the word of God in love with the Lord. I'm just depressed could be, man. I'm thinking about taking my own life. That's, that's not how the premise works. The Bible says you put the good things in, good comes out. The people that are on fire for God, they're putting good things in. Conversely, I've never met anyone truthful. I've had a couple people try to lie to me. I've never met anyone truthful that has put godly things into them and gotten godly things to come out. It doesn't work that way. Usually, it's always the same story. You know, someone's coming to quit coming around the other believers. They, they come to church, quit hearing the word of God. They stop, stop with that, stop reading the Bible. Then they start worrying, start doubting. They start becoming depressed. If it's because the bad comes in, the bad ultimately starts coming out. Brothers, if we, if we can stand this morning, I, I want to encourage you this. Put godliness inside of it. Put, put the, the virtue inside of it. Consume these good things of the Bible. Re remember the examples that it gives to us. In those days, they had no true, true God. They had no Bible preachers. They had no, no Bible. And then they had no peace of God. Good in, good, good out. Bad in, bad out. Put virtuous things in. Put truth inside of you. Put justice inside of you. And you will begin to reap the same. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, we do we do for your word this morning. Hello, we, we see this biblical concept that you've given us to live by, Lord. To put good things in it and put godly things in us. And they will abound and they will come from us. Lord, I pray that we grasp this. Lord, I know it's so simple. But Lord, know that we as a people, even having examples of your own people, Israel, the nation of Israel, that they couldn't figure it out. Lord, I'm going to say that we aren't very different from them, Lord. So many times we even have a hard time figuring out these very simple concepts, Lord. Lord. Things go in our life and we don't know why. Lord, your words reaches to us this morning and tells us why. Because we're not putting virtuous things in us. Lord, I pray that you confirm this in us this morning. Remind it. All the time, put this in us, let us consume you, your word, worship, biblical meditation, prayer, seek, 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 Lord. And Lord, let them abound in us, your people, as individuals, as a church, corporately. And Lord, let these things come, come out of us, Lord. Lord, I pray that you bless before we go. Let us worship this one last time in spirit and in truth, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, amen.
Hey.